All right, lads, how's it going? How are we doing, lads? Welcome to Absolutely Savage. How are you all feeling? Are you good? Um, I'm very good. I'm delighted. I'm um, I'm doing something a bit different tonight. So this one might be a bit um, a bit more fucking um, you know, dysfunctional and stuff like that. And you know, like, forgive me if I make a few technical errors or whatever, because uh, I'm throwing myself into the deep end. I'm giving it one recording. So unless something is absolutely fucking awful altogether, I'm going to keep it in the in in the thing. So anyway, I put a poll on Instagram uh, yesterday evening to see what would people prefer. So would they prefer the top 10 songs by our very own Westlife, who everyone knows, or um, the English band Take That? The English band Take That. I said that like Take That, no one knows them or something. You know that band there from um, from Manchester? Not a lot of people have heard from them. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's who I'm doing this on. So um, it was close in the end, but 54% of you voted for Take That and... Um, a lot of people were disappointed about that. Rudy Giuliani was disappointed. He didn't want to take that. He wanted uh he wanted Westlife. He's demanding a recount, but uh sorry Julie, uh uh Rudy, Rudy Julie, <laughs> Rudy Julie. Uh sorry about that. Um lousy lad, we can't actually do another recount because I couldn't be arsed, even though not a lot of people voted, but I uh, oh, no 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 no. No, so look, um I'm gonna do the top ten. My top ten take that songs. These aren't the official top ten. And to be honest with you, these are a lot of these are songs. These are the ones that I've heard that I enjoyed. Um, I'm not as I say. I I I like take that a lot, but I wouldn't say I'm a super fan or anything. Um, maybe there's a lot of songs on albums and stuff that people don't know. But these are chart singles that I liked personally myself. These are the ones that I would rank. Um, and I think I was fair enough. I think there's some newer ones in there as well. Um, there's a few from the ones that they released a few years ago where it's just the three of them. So uh that that'll be that'll be a good one there. So I'm looking forward to, to, to doing this. Um be a bit of fun. So basically I, I actually included ten songs, but I included a few um honourable mentions. So ones that I enjoyed myself that I um t- I, I couldn't include in the top ten, but I decided fuck it, I'll give them to you anyway. Um because you lo- you deserve it. Like you've had a tough few weeks and look, the pubs will be back soon, so we'll all be able to go out and uh go out and do our own thing again and all the rest. So, um, just to let you know what I'm up to anyway, lads. Uh, so, Uninformed is doing good at the moment. And I have a, the other podcast, The Red Devil Show, with, uh, with uh, Joseph Tyrrell, which is doing really, really well. Um, we've actually gotten great feedback from that. So, of course, if you're, um, if you're into football, you should definitely check out that one. Um, yeah, so, so we, we have a few things coming up. So, myself and Aaron went to Fota last week and we recorded a, a video of ourselves do, just doing a few kind of silly bits. Um, I'll have that for you soon as well. I'm just up the fucking walls. I'm up the fucking walls with work and everything. Um, trying to get everything kind of sorted, but you know it's not. It's not as easy as that. So, um, competition. Uh, so if you can name, uh, if you can name the missing member of Take That, you win a uh, can of Coors Light that I have here. It's a, it's a fresh one. Look, you can, you can hear it and all. It's a fresh, uh, cold can of Coors Light, uh, which I'm actually enjoying in my Carlsberg glass because I don't like Carlsberg. Um, and it's actually the closest thing I've had to a pint of lager, not from a pub, in a long time, you know. It's actually quite nice, to be fair. Oh, that's lovely and crisp. Anyway, um, I was going to say, uh, so, if you can name the missing member of Take That, you win a cor- can of Coors Light. So, name the missing member. Robbie Williams, Jason Orange, Mark Owen, and Gary Barlow. Who's the missing one?
and the winner is David Savage, who gave us the answer, which the correct answer was Howard Donalds. Yep, very good, David. You win yourself a can of Coors Light. Fair play to you. Um, so, anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to recapture my radio days, because this is more of a music show. So, basically, um, I'll be so, so, so I'll be playing uh, kind of snippets of the songs, just to, to see why I put them in the, in the order they're in or whatever. And if you disagree with this, lads, you can go, um, you can go on in Instagram or whatever you can follow me uh david savage or there's an absolutely savage instagram page which i actually am not that active on i should probably be more active on uh so you can definitely check that one out as well um and i'll be putting them in order there of the songs that i think are the best so i i have to pick a few here and as i say i was kind of i was kind of genuine enough to the um to to, to which, which i thought were the best ones so this is my first time anyway that i'm trying out my um Mayona caster so i got new technology here for the absolutely savage podcast um i got a new thing it's called a Mayona caster uh five nine hundred or something so that's it there anyway so i'll be able to play me music off that or whatever so i'm doing a proper dj setup here like so um yeah that'll be good anyway so looking forward to showing that to you um anyway we might as well get on with our list here because i was just doing an old instagram story there sorry about that yeah so um we're going to be getting on with that there and that's playing in the background of the thing there <laughs> sorry about that i forgot um uh, anything i've connected to the phone um <laughs> will play because I've, I've spotify connected on my phone and spotify are a great platform because they they are the ones who platform my podcast through rss feed <laughs> uh, advertising myself there no but in all seriousness just on a side note there i was actually mentioning um i was on uh, joe terrell rising just talking about my own experience with starting a podcast and stuff like that and um what I would say to anybody who's looking to start a podcast, it's actually a lot easier than what you think. So all you need really is you need like like for me, I got a just a genuine USB mic when I started out, right? And you can get ones cheap enough. Now the one I got was about a hundred quid, but the, you can get ones for like thirty or forty quid. And basically, you can just like get yourself started there on that. You can record using Audacity, which is a free thing. Uh, just use that like a lot of people like people say like you know like I, when i was studying radio and stuff and like sound engineering and stuff like people were very kind of you know oh don't use audacity it's not that good or whatever audacity is fantastic i really can't recommend it enough um i can do everything i want on it and, and it's actually done really well for my podcast now of course maybe when i get more advanced i might use something like adobe or something but uh, audacity is very very basic and simple and i like it so if you like audacity go for it and use it and like you don't need an awful lot as i say you can use audacity to record and edit and then you can um you can upload it through RSS feed, uh, and you can use that, and you can literally just get yourself on, on Spotify. Then that's that's all it is, and it, and it's fantastic. So um, <laughs> that's enough about me. Um, but anyway, lads, I'm really enjoying doing these podcasts, as I mentioned in in more shows. Um, having an awful lot of fun, and as I say, just I'm I'm allowed to act a bit silly or whatever, and act a bit kind of stupid or whatever. So, um, looking forward to uh giving you more content and stuff like that. So anyway. I'm going to go into it there now with me top 10 take that songs. These are my top 10 as I say. They might not be everyone else's. Um, bear with me of course if there is any technical difficulties or anything. But we're going to try our best okay. So the one that I would think would be number 10 for me. Is actually was originally a um, uh, I nearly said a Gary Barlow song. <laughs> it was originally a Gary Barlow song but take that cover it. No. A Barry Manilow song. Um, could it be magic? And I think Barry Manilow's version sounds very like it could be in a Bond movie or something, to be honest with you, at the start of a Bond movie. I remember saying that years ago because my mother used to listen to it. Um, but no, this is their cover. It's from the 90s. It's Could It Be Magic? And this is Take That's version. So here's a little snippet of it anyway, you know. 
yeah, I love that. I love the start of it, you know. Oh yeah. So they'd skip on a bit. I really like this one actually it's a it's a very kind of like it's kind of a throwback definitely it's very 90s isn't it to be fair this is when Robbie was still in the band too yeah you know one time uh, Gary Barlow and Robbie Williams were in a fight and uh, Robbie turned to Gary and he said uh I don't have to take that from you. <laughs> yeah, so that's um, uh, number 10 there. So that's coming in at number 10. Could it be magic? Um, do you agree or do you disagree? Um, so, yeah, that would be my number 10 anyway. Would be Could It Be Magic? And I really, really, really like that song, to be honest with you. Because it's um, it's kind of... it's it's I, I love the 90s things. Like, me and Aaron McCarthy were on about that. We're, like, we're very, we're very like, stuck in the 90s, to be fair, you know? And it's kind of funny because, like, our pop culture references and stuff stop after the 90s. So I know how the hell we're not, like, really discussing take that every week or whatever. Um, that's actually where I kind of admitted that I liked Westlife recently, you know? Because when the lads said it, so it was okay then after that, like, you know, because with fragile masculinity. Oh, lads, I'm telling you. That's actually a crisp beer, in fairness. So Coors Light, lads, in a, um, in a Carlsberg Pilsner glass is actually grand. It's uh, well worth checking out. Um, So coming in at number nine is a throwback to when they came back. So take that came back in um 2006, I want to say. And they came back with a few ones, but they came back like this song here was about a year after. I think it was anyway. We'll just double check that there. Um, I don't do my research for the show because I'm uh, I'm fucking lazy and I have a lot of else to do. But we'll check there. We'll say um, when did this song come out? Dun, 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 dun. You don't even know what song I'm on about because I don't want to spoil it. And this song came out in. 2007 okay so they came back in 2006 this song came out in 2007 and this song is one that i absolutely love it's um one of my favorite ones by them in all fairness uh so this one is shine I remember, um, like, uh, what's his name? Um, Richard Hammond, your man. He was on, like, a, I don't know, was it Nad for, like, as there one of them, but he was doing that. You know? Doing that fucking thing going around the plane. We were on a college night out one night, and uh, this came on. Uh, we were inside, and um, 
I don't know, was it the Woolshed or something? And this just came on while we were playing a game or something. And I was like, holy shit, this is fucking class. I can't sing. Stop. Stop. That's enough of that. Uh, so that was uh, Shine so that was uh, the number 9 song um, and I'm actually I'm having a lot of fun doing this actually to be honest with you as I say it's a bit fucking raw sounding at the moment but um, we'll definitely get there and we'll do more shows like this because um, I just wanted to get like I, I know like, you see like Take That isn't typical of my music taste I'm not saying that like compensating or anything I'm not being like oh I don't listen to Take That I'm a big manly man there's nothing wrong with Take That lads Take That's were rolling in at the time I'd say so there's nothing wrong with them but um and Gary Barlow is an extremely uh, talented musician. Now, that was actually Mark singing that song, singing Shine, as far as I know. That is Mark Owen singing that one. Um, he has a different kind of voice to Gary. You know, Gary has a very, like, uh, like, sweet voice like this. It's the kind of one that can also be a country singer almost, you know, like that. But then um, Mark is, like, uh, you know, like a more polished. He's like if Liam Gallagher got off the Oaks, like, you know. You know. Let it shine, just let it shine. Okay, that was a bad impression. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> um, so that's Shine, anyway, <laughs> uh, coming in at number eight is one from their, uh, it was one that came out a few years ago, I'd say it's about, like, maybe four or five years ago now, but it's a recent enough one, and it's one that I really, really enjoy, and my co-host on the Reb Devil show, Joseph Tyrrell, really likes it too, so this one is out to him, and this one is These Days. He actually was caught singing this um, uh, in, inside in college, actually. He'll tell you this story probably on our own one, but one of one of our buddies was asking him, it's like, what are you listening to? And he said, like, so, I don't know, he said something like Slipknot or something, and then his headphones fell out and this was playing then. Go! I love the key change here, look. Let's go. Let's go, Mock and Mendel. Oh yeah, that one's a tune in all fairness. That's a that's a banger though. Like like look regardless of whether you like take that or not, you have to admit, that's a fucking banger, yeah. Now I'm arguing with myself here. I'm just picturing, you know, like uh I I'm I'm buddies with a lot of lads and they're like, you know, <laughs> picturing me doing this or whatever. I don't care. I have a podcast. Go out if you if you want to change things, go out and do your own podcast and um and I'm gonna stop arguing with myself now. Um because no one else is arguing with me. So uh yeah, so that's uh these days, which is um which is a great song, actually. I really, really, really like that one. So we're going back to the 1990s again, um, where 
Robbie Williams was still in the band. So Robbie Robbie Williams, for people who don't know, is quite uh, he's quite famous outside of Take That. After he left Take That in the late nineties or mid nineties, whenever it was, they broke up anyway, and everyone thought they were after dying. That was a strange one. They actually had to go and give an interview on TV, um, because uh, in their last music video they like jumped off a cliff in it or something, and they had to go on like like loads of people around uh, Britain were convinced that they were after dying, which is insane. And I think Elvis Presley was the same, but you'd forgive that because that's the 1950s. Uh, Elvis died in um, uh, Love Me Tender, that movie, and everyone thought he actually was dead. What the fuck? Are people actually that fucking stupid? But uh, again, you, you'd, you'd, uh, you know, you'd, you'd forgive the, you know, the, the 90s or whatever, like, or it's not the 90s, the 50s. So um, we're back to the 90s anyway, with uh, one of my favorite songs to listen to on a night out. So you get yourself really, really into it. So just picture it's Wallace's Bear, about you know, about about half twelve. So you're after reaching that kind of euphoric drunk, you know, where it's just perfect, and the dance tunes are just going, and you just got the boys together, and this one here is just unbelievable. This one is Relight My Fire featuring Lulu. Oh, this is a fucking belter. I could definitely have been in take that. Like. I think I've got the voice for that kind of stuff, you know? This is a very Desperados drink to be dancing to, isn't it? What a belter. We're just gonna, yeah. I might just skip on a little bit there to get more of it or something, you know, a little bit of Lulu maybe. Oh, that's it, chap. Oh, that's a belter. That one, that one takes me back, lads. I have to have a proper fucking night out again, where we're just going mad, like, like, not even mad, because I'm gone past the the dancing in clubs or dancing even in pubs or anything. I'm gone past that, but just you know, one of those nights where you get started in someone's gaff, you have to like the you have a few cans before you go out, and someone just gets YouTube up or Spotify or something, and you're just belting out these tunes here, and you know, everybody, you know, you like, like I remember me and uh, my buddy Jake used to have like um. We used to have like an order in which we we, we sang songs or, or did songs when we were starting a night out. So we used to have like Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, well, actually, we used to start off watching the Best of Willie on <laughs> on YouTube, Willie from The Simpsons. Um, and we start off doing that or whatever. But then like we we we'd kind of go like Bohemian Rhapsody, then like a bit of Westlife. Uh, we'd always kind of end with like Flying Without Wings or um, 
you know, uh, don't love me for fun, girl. Let me be the one, girl. Do you know that one there? We, we, we do that one as well. And we just have some... Cra- like, that's the best kind of night out, like. And that's why I kind of, you know, got out of this thing of, oh, I don't want to be listening to boy bands or whatever, because at the end of the day, they're great crack on nights out, like. I don't know. I've never been out with a boy band. I've never been out with Take That or Westlake, but I'd imagine it's a good crack. Uh, they like their points of stout and stuff like I do, so I'd imagine it would be a good crack. Um, yeah, so that's uh, Relight My Fire, and that one is coming in at number... Seven, if I'm not correct, yeah. Uh, ten, nine, eight, seven. Yep, I'm, I'm very bad at counting, lads. Uh, <laughs> this show is um shocking, uh, to say the least. No, no, look, it's not really. We're, uh, I've gotten great feedback, so I know it's not just myself. Um, you know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so the next one is one from the circus in 2006. It was one of the ones they came back with, and this. Oh no, sorry, beautiful world was 2006. Circus was 2007, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just check that in case I look like a fucking idiot. Uh, this circus. Take that. A uh, studio album by Take That, and that came out in 2008. Yeah, okay. So I didn't look like a fucking clown altogether. Uh, so this one is Greatest Day. I knew it was after 2006, actually, because I remember being in, like, you know, I mean, fourth class maybe when this came out, so that would have been 2008. Um, okay, so this song is Greatest Day. So this one is actually... I, I just think the guitar starts... This, I just think this song starts off so fucking beautifully, like... picture myself flying over the hills of Dunin, just seeing Gary Barlow under me not in that way no he's like he's flying um I'm flying on his back with wings or with a jetpack yeah yeah it's cool I'm not even being funny. I think this is a fucking absolutely unbelievable tune. I think it's really, like, well-written, well-composed, everything. The G-Man boy, he's at it again. Mr. Barlow. Sent him to Ken Barlow, I wonder. They're both from Manchester, like. I say that, like, I watch Coronation Street. I remember at about 16 I wanted to watch Coronation Street because uh, Michelle Keegan was in it, and I'm, I'm weird. <laughs> It'd be like a dog chasing a car. Even if I caught it, I wouldn't know what to do with it. It's the drums here. I love this. They came back with a bang. Like, no one expected them to come back. Like, after what happened with Robbie Williams and stuff, people didn't expect them to come back, like. And I says to Gary one night, I says, like, you're not going to do it. Like, I says, you're off your fucking game, lad. And he says, watch now, right? I bet you in a year's time, we'll be setting out Wembley again. 
that story is not strictly true. Here we go with the big bit again. Whoa! Absolutely brilliant song. Now, in all fairness, that one now is that one is an absolute cracker. Uh, you know, put a bit of cheese on it. Maybe you know, put a bit of salt and rye on it or something because that's a cracker. That one is an absolute cracker. Um, so we're going to fast forward now to 2010, where Take That made their second comeback. Well, well, it wasn't really their second comeback, but Robbie Williams was after making a comeback the year before. Um, remember he had that song, um, what was it, uh, Bodies, was it, Bodies in the Puppety, Bodies make a cavity, Bodies in my fam, oh, and he had that other one, you know, the one where he's dressed as a rabbit, you know, um, since you went away, my heart breaks every day, you don't know, cause you're not here, I could have been Robbie, I, I could have been a better Robbie Williams, to be honest, I wouldn't have the charisma though, cause I've, I, I don't, I look too awkward on stage, I'd imagine, I remember one time I went to the karaoke for Queen, you know, and I just looked, I looked out of it, um, yeah, no, I was after a good few points as well, anyway, look, um, so, so they made their comeback in 2010 again, with, Robbie Williams this time, so the original five members were all back together again, and they came back with um with an uh, with a single that is one of my favorite songs I've heard in the last ten years. To be honest with you, um, absolute belter of a song, and it it's it, like it starts off a bit strange, however, but it actually turns into an absolute a, a cracker of a song. And again, it's one of the ones that like we get out in the night out again, you know, and when we're starting to get to that point where we're not like really tact, you know, like not. Ugh, can't speak English. We're not um kind of afraid to act a bit silly or whatever. So this one here is one of my favourite ones and it's the flood. You can hear the old storm, tis like tis like the thunder rolls by Garth Brooks. It was just giving Robbie his first solo. I think they should have brought Robbie in after. You know, because he's the one. It's a bit like, um, he's the one that was away for a while. So it would have been like the Simpsons, you know, with sending the clowns. That was a really good crusty impression. And then, you know, Sideshow Mel comes back like, they're all ready here. I just think it would have been better if, um, if Robbie would have come in after. Here's Gary now, though. Oh, that's actually still Robbie, sorry. <laughs> this is Gary. Oh, 
that's an absolute belter altogether. I fucking I absolutely love this tune. I don't I don't I don't even give a shit. I'm not even apologizing anymore. These are class tunes. I'm telling you lads, if you're trying to get through a day's work, like I've often been trying to get through a day's work, I just put on this, take that on Spotify, seriously. It's well worth it. All of the voices together again. Whoa. Like Emer Quinn. I am the voice. Progress. It's, that was the name of the album. I I actually couldn't think of it. That was what I was doing. Is this is this funny? Is it? <laughs> Talk, talking overtake that sounds. <laughs> I love this tune. I love this tune. No, that one is that one's an absolute belter. And and look, to be fair, to if you're going to come back with a song, you might as well come back with one like that. And um, no, it, it was it was cool to see all of them together again like that. And like um, you know, it is it's pretty cool. But it was such a big that was such a big news at the time. And I remember um, my uh, auntie Catherine actually went to see them in Croke Park, and she said it was an absolutely unbelievable show. I would love to have gone see that because they apparently played a lot of Robbie Williams songs as well. And like me and my buddy Jake, no, we love Robbie Williams. Like Robbie Williams is one of our favorites. Like he's just a guilty pleasure, I suppose. He's not like <laughs> when I say this, like when I say I love Take That or <laughs> Robbie Williams, it's not that I relate to their songs or anything. Like I don't be, I don't be sitting at home thinking about someone that I fancy being like, hey, oh, here she goes. If you're a little too high or a little too close, got low self esteem and vertigo. You know, I don't, I don't be like that. Like, but um, I definitely. <laughs> Ah, Jesus Christ. Um, <clears throat> but I definitely enjoy the songs. I think they're enjoyable to listen to. I think it's a good laugh. So they're definitely ones that I, 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 I like. I, I enjoy it, especially when we're going on a night out and stuff. It's definitely great to get you into their mood. Do karaoke with Robbie Williams, lads. Seriously. It's absolutely um, incredible. I just keep saying absolutely. Like, I remember lads took the piss out of me for saying absolutely too much on radio. Now I say it way too much on my podcast. And I know it's the title of the show, Absolutely Savage, but still, like, all in all, it's fucking, um, I need to stop. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, we're actually doing all right with time. I thought, I thought we'd be fucking struggling enough with time. <laughs> Can't get the old filler in there, is it? Okay, so this one here is one of my absolute favorite ones here. This, I've, I say that for every song or whatever. Um, but this one is actually probably one of the best they, they've ever had, really. And it's probably one of the most iconic Take That songs, really. It's one of the ones that they always have. So this one... You definitely know it. It's Gary Barlow's signature. Well, it's his second signature, but he had this one first. So this one is everyone's favourite, Back for Good. Always singing this around the house drives Angela mental. Got a picture of you beside me. 
This is such a 90s love song. It sounds very like, um, wet, 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 doesn't it? I feel it in my fingers. Sounds a bit like that. Actually, yeah, my uncle was in the car one time and he heard the start of it, you know, and he thought it was um, was that one. And it was actually the... Wait, wait, it wasn't wet, wait, wait, it was back for good. And I remember being like, ha, lousy. No, no. No, no. I could do backing vocals, couldn't I? But that was not to be. In the twist of separation, you excel in being free. Can't you find inside for me? God almighty. I like this part. And we'll be together. I won't poison you with me singing anymore. Everybody, put your fucking hands up. Whatever I want you back, want you back, want you back for good. Whatever I want, you'll be right. I want your back for good. That is an absolute belter. That now is a great song to sing before you go on a night out. Just, this should just be a, a, a podcast about songs to listen to when you're going on a night out. I might do that soon, actually. I might do um, songs you should listen to on uh, uh, before you go out just to get yourself in the mood. Um, I think that would be a good one to do. So we've only got three songs left now. Um, three belters, by the way. Uh, so the next one is one that everyone knows most definitely. And this one is the one... Um, it's one it's definitely another one if you've been to Wallace's at clo- near closing time so it's usually one of the last songs they play uh, it's probably the same for a lot of late night bars or whatever you know it's probably the same kind of story so this one is one of the last songs they ever play it's one of my favourite ones to dance to it's one that I remember it's, it's it's one of the ones I have the best memories with with, with friends stuff like that and it's just one that I think is, is just everyone can come together and sing it you can get a group of lads together and sing it and it's just unreal crack even, you know, whether you're going out or whether you're thing, and, and to be honest with you, I just listen to it on, when I'm work, listening at work. I'm not even ashamed. I, I keep saying this as if I should be ashamed of this or something. I don't know. Maybe maybe Angela's right. Maybe I do have a fragile masculinity. Um, 
ne- next week we'll be doing top 10 tits in movies. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, something something typical. Uh, top 10 cars. Top 10 cars. <laughs> uh, not cars movies because there's only been two or three. There's probably been about three. But no. Um, this is it anyway. So the next one is one of everyone's favorites. And it's uh, Never Forget. Trumpets, let's go. Now we come so far. We've come so far, and we've reached so high, and we've looked each day and died in the eye. Gary Barlow gets a lot of young lads to sing on his tracks, doesn't he? He had Sing as well in like 2014 or something, or early 2012. We've come a long way, but we're not. To show where we've been. Do, do. We've had do, do, do. We've had good times. But remember this. Love it. It's one that takes a while to reach the chorus, but I just... I love the, the beat of it, you know. Some of the lads come in with that never after that, and they look like a fucking clone. <laughs> Let's go, everyone! Just sounds like the end of something, doesn't it? Always. Like, it definitely should be the last song of the night, really, but... um I don't know, I, I was going to put this at number one, it was a tough decision to make, you see I was, the last three songs I was very torn between them, because they're ones that I really, really fucking love, so it was tough to kind of decide between the three, but I have to put this one at number three, and I'll explain why after, but this one is, I don't know, I'm fucking regretting it now, because I absolutely love this one, it's a banger, I forgot how much of a banger it was. Just the way it rises up all the time, like, you know? I asked a girl uh, to dance to this one night, and she was like, no, which is um, probably strange when you think of it, actually. <laughs> Do you want to dance to that 90s band no one listens to anymore? That's harsh take that. I was trying to self-deprecate, and I insulted you. Sorry about that. 
As if Take That are ever going to listen to this. <sighs> and they might. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. You'd never know. I'd imagine Gary Barlow would be a fan of this podcast if he listened to it. I'd, I'd imagine so. Like, we both, like, I love Manchester, and he obviously loves Manchester because he's from there. Is he a City fan or a United fan? Hold the fucking phone. Apparently Gary Barlow's a Liverpool fan. What the fuck? He's from Manchester. I suppose I'm from Cork. Yeah, there is that argument. But he's from a place where there's... There's Manchester United, first of all. But there's... Ah, Jesus. I feel feel like I just found out Santa's into cocaine or something. I'm off me. Ah, I'm fucking disappointed. If Joseph Tyrrell's listening, did you know that? Oh, this is my favourite part. It's an anthem, man. Jesus. It's like getting bad news halfway through a wedding. Fucking realizing Gary Barlow is a Liverpool fan. That's um, that's a strange one. Yeah, um, I just I found it online. I, I typed in who does Gary Barlow support there while you're listening. Uh, in his autobiography, My Take, Barlow revealed that he is a supporter of Liverpool FC with their anthem "You'll Never Walk Alone" being one of the first songs he learned to play on the piano. He is also a supporter of the Warrington Wolves and the New York Knicks. What the fuck? Is he fifty? Is Gary Barlow fifty? Well, according to Wikipedia, he is. I suppose he would be, wouldn't he? Jeez, he looks well in fairness to him. Fuck it. I like Gary Barlow. I, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed that he's a Liverpool fan, but uh, saying that, that's um, Christ, that's that's a shocker. I know, I know it's not. Uh, <laughs> I know it's not the point of the podcast. The point of the podcast is the top ten. But as a Manchester United fan, I'm actually fucking disgusted. Jesus Christ! This is my live reaction to finding out Gary Barlow is a Liverpool supporter. By the way, this is not improvised or anything. This is a live reaction. And fuck me, I'm disappointed. <laughs> oh, lads. There's a bit of a donor for the rest of it. No, there isn't. No, there isn't. Of course, I still love Gary Barlow. He's uh, he's he's one of the most talented people uh, of all time. <laughs> I know I mean it. I, I genuinely mean it. A lot, a lot of people mightn't agree. But look, he is. Look, he's written some great songs. He wrote all the songs. A lot of the songs for Take That. I can't say all of them because I don't know that. But he wrote some great ones, including uh, the number two entry, which is one of my favorite ones. Um, I said that for all of the songs so far, I think, to be honest with you. But, of course, they all have lovely bottoms. Um, no, but this one is uh, an absolute cracker as well. Again, it was one, It was their comeback song in 2006, I want to say. with um, And it's uh, well, absolute tune altogether. This one is called Patience. Still from 
was going to put this at number one, but um, there's another song had to overtake it, I think, to be honest with you. But this one, this one was very, very tough. It, it, it was kind of hard not to pick it at the same time. The last three, you know. If I wrote this on guitar, I'd be delighted. Like, I'm not even fucking messing. That chorus, man. Fucking hell. Like, he, he is, he's an unbelievable performer and singer, even though he's a Liverpool fan. We'll, we'll leave him off. Okay, I'm gonna, that's the last time I'm gonna mention him. Until the end of the podcast. Like, I just I just think it's a genuinely great song. I'm not even messing. The chord progression and everything is very, very good. Look, I'm not trying to sound like a fucking musical man. I, I can barely play anything myself, like, but Jesus Christ, I actually just... actually banger. I mean, when Take That came back, at first they were just essentially Gary Barlow and the rest of them. Gary and the Gadgets or something like that, I don't know. Have a little patience, everybody. Is everybody an absolutely savage delighted tonight? One more time, take that! What a song to come back with, man. They may or may not have come back with this, but I know it was one of the first songs they had when they came back, so I am right about that. Absolutely cracking all together. Now, I genuinely love that song. Um, I just I just think it's a beautiful song. Like, I mean, I've been thinking of once... Like, I, I wrote a song um, a few years ago... Um, it was called My Bittersweet, and it was fucking... It was horrendous, but it was along the lines of something like that. Yeah, that's the kind of songwriter I am. Because um, I was emotional uh, as a teenager, even as a late teen, early 20s. I was emotional. I only recently became a man. Um, and that's why I'm doing a podcast about Take That. <laughs> uh, okay, so before we go to number one, um, I'm going to give a few honourable mentions. So I'm like, watch Mojo. So a few honourable mentions, like... So, so I picked four songs that I like, look. They're not major take that hits or anything. Now, one of them, one of them is a cover by a very, very famous um band, and it's a very, very famous song. It's a, it's a song that everyone knows, really. But 
the other three are ones that aren't that famous but for me I just picture sitting in the car as a child my mother driving and her playing these songs and she'll know what I mean and my sister as well Tina like we, we she she loved take that as well like so this is these are three songs that um they used to play like you know throughout the years and stuff like that and that's why they kind of stand to me and I genuinely like as I got older and started to go back on them there's definitely two of them that I absolutely really am like yeah no these are fucking class altogether um so the first one anyway is a cover of the BG song How Deep Is Your Love so we'll give that one a go it's kind of an acoustic version I think I remember I told one of my buddies um, about How Deep Is Your Love by the Bee Gees years ago. And he was like, is that that song like, How deep is your love on a the ocean? I was like, get out. And it's me you need to show. I, like, I don't know, I can't tell, do I prefer the Bee Gees version or that version? I do like that version. But I think the Bee Gees are just better, you know, like, ha, 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 staying alive, staying alive. Or, um, what's, uh, uh, Barry Gibb on a goal, or, uh, ah, Barry Gibb on a roller coaster, Barry Gibb on a roller coaster, you know. Ha, 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 I think that's funny. I, I actually recently told that to, uh, Angela's sister and she thought it was quite funny. Anyway, um, moving on. Uh, so another one is a song from again it's from their album a beautiful world in 2006 so this would have been one of the songs they came back with uh so this one is a one it's kind of a guitar run or whatever again and it's like it's called like i never loved you at all and again it's not one of their most famous songs but i really like the chorus i genuinely think it's a really good song like you could picture i don't know i'm trying to think you could picture the likes of let me think. I'm actually genuinely actually stuck for words here. No, it, like, it's a song you could picture by someone, all right, these days. Like, like George Ezra or someone like that. No, you could picture it. Like, uh, not the low version, but it's the lyrics and stuff that seem like it could definitely be by someone like him, you know? Play a bit of it there, anyway. It's this chorus here. I love this chorus. Yeah, yeah. No, like, I think if I hadn't used um, a lot of the songs, I don't think we would have had as much filler for this episode, to be honest. 
my best one was the joke about Robbie with Gary, you know. I don't have to take that from you. I've used that way too many times throughout the years. One more chorus. Do you know what? This song sounds very like the one from Treasure Planet. You know the, um, the one that, that you meant from Goo Goo Dolls sang. Do you know that one? It sounds a bit like that. Okay, we'll, we'll actually leave it off there because it's... Um, I think that's enough of that one, actually, to be honest. Uh, but that's a good one. And that, again, that reminds me of um, of being in the car with my mother years ago. Uh, <laughs> you know, no, but in fairness, my mother actually has a great um, taste in music overall. Like, I mean, um, that's kind of where I got into a lot of the bands. I listen to, like, even, like, Queen or... Um, uh, trying to think of someone else. Definitely, like, the Beatles as well. Like, the Beatles would have been something that I probably wouldn't have paid an awful lot of attention to only for her. Um, stuff like that. Like, so so I really do appreciate... Kind of, and even Irish music. Like, she got me into, like, the Eurovision songs, stuff like that. So I appreciate all that kind of stuff, like, you know? Because, um... Yeah, it's all it's all good, like, and... Uh, <laughs> I'm running out of things to say. So, uh, here's another um, honourable mention. This one is called uh, Mancunian Way. Is this one about being from Manchester? You know, Mancunian. You're, you're Mancunian if you're from Manchester. I don't know, maybe it is. Liverpool bastard. Okay, I apologize. He didn't obviously sing this one. We used to think we were the bum, then someone left the real one in it. And there's actually a child comes in at the end of that one as well. Um, so that's another one as well. Uh, for some reason, I don't know. Maybe they just like the sound of the I don't know, choir or whatever. Um, so, okay. So the last honorable mention is another one from that album. They're all from A Beautiful World, I just realized. Uh, they're all from that album. Um, and again, it's maybe it's just because of the timing or whatever. But this actually does have cultural significance for me, these songs, you know. Um, so this one here is Ain't No Sense in Love. And it's actually one that I still love listening to, to be honest with you. I just like the sound of it. Has an old Goo Goo Dolls kind of, you know, early 2000s indie band feel about the calling, stuff like that. I'm afraid of the light. You should come with a warning. Yeah, you should be wearing a sign. Oh, this is your beautiful 
You're beautiful trouble, aren't you? That's me. I really like that one actually to be honest with you. No, that's that's um that's a banging tune. Um again, like they all were. <laughs> so we've only got one more. So this is going to be number one. So those are my honorable mentions. Um I really enjoyed doing this one actually as the, as uh, this is my first episode using the Miona Caster and doing a music format and stuff like that. And it actually went off fairly well. Um I don't want to jinx it before the last song. But to be honest with you, it actually went a lot better than I thought it would. Um trying to listen back now in a minute and see what it's like. But see, because I'm still getting used to the technology, like I can hook up my regular microphone and stuff like that and i'd be a lot more of a fan of that microphone um i'm just more used to it and i think i've I figured out the sound better and stuff like that but look we'll, we'll listen back to that and see what, it, see what it sounds like um see what it is so number one is a song that everyone knows it is an absolute banger of a song it's one of the it's, i'm not even trying to be funny here right or i'm not trying to be ironic or anything i genuinely think this is one of the best written songs one of the best sounding songs and one of the like one of the, one song that I'd love to experience live. And I'm not even being ironic, right? Because a lot of people like a lot of people would hear this and be like, oh for fuck's sake, commercial, whatever. No, 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 no. This song is genuinely one of the best songs. It's from Stardust, which was a 2007 movie, and it's an absolute cracker. This one is Rule the World. And I just love it from start to finish. You light the skies up above me A star so bright you blind me Genuinely think the piano at the start is just brilliant, goes well with Gary's voice. Don't close your eyes, don't fail. Oh shit, this is the long version. <laughs> Should have done the radio one. <laughs> I don't actually like the long version. I think it goes on too long. Oh fuck. I'll tell you what, I'll put on the normal one and uh, start, you know, move on a bit. This is it. <laughs> I jinxed it before the last song, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Don't fade away. They must have known they had an absolute hit with this one, like seriously. When they actually were recording this, they were like, this is obviously going to be fucking mental.
Is this going to be something I'm going to look back on in about 10 years' time when I'm one of those right-wing, you know, um, against-the-grain kind of podcasters to being like, oh, what did I do, huh? I remember um, someone sang this in the X Factor one time, um, and they, it was a woman, and she sang. When she sang the chorus, she said, uh, "If you stay with me, boy." And I was like, "Would you not just say girl?" Like, I never understood why people don't just say the actual fucking thing. It's like, Jesus Christ, like, and that's not even coming at it from a point of oh, you're being whatever. No, I genuinely just think it's fucking stupid. The stars are coming out tonight. He knows what he's doing with that voice, doesn't he? All the stars are coming out tonight. All the stars are coming out tonight. They're lighting up the sky tonight. For you. For you. One more time, everybody. Miss Ladies and gentlemen, that has been your list of the top 10 Take That songs that I absolutely love. I just think I just think that was absolutely class. Um, I really enjoyed doing this one, so I'm hoping to do something like that again. Um, it really, it really, really was good. Uh, I had a lot of fun. So thanks very much for listening to Absolutely Savage and to my top 10 list. Hope to see you all again soon, lads. Take care.